welcome back to Walk With Bex. I want to kick this podcast episode off by extending a huge, huge thank you to everyone who has messaged me already about my previous episode. I spoke about managing your energy and I shared with you guys how I was feeling and the ways in which I try to restore my physical, mental and spiritual energy. And it was so lovely to receive so many heartfelt messages from you all. I got lots of DMs on my Instagram and I got reshares. And this is all so awesome to me because what it does is it tells me that these sorts of episodes are really helpful to you and they resonate with you. And as you know, this podcast means a lot to me. And no matter how busy I am or what is going on in my life, I will always make time to connect with you guys on here because I know it's valuable and I know that it will really help me as much as it helps you too. I'm able to really gather my thoughts when I jump on here and I use it as a time to reflect how I'm feeling and I use my life experiences to support anyone listening moving forward. So a very, very quick update with me. As of this weekend coming, I will be six weeks out from my first show this year. I'm planning on entering the NPC European Championships in Alicante and it will be the second time I've actually competed at this particular show. It's a mega one and I'm really, really excited. It'll be a stacked lineup for sure and it's not one of the only... Well, the reason it's probably going to be so stacked is because it's one of the only shows this year open to amateurs and to pro athletes as well. And I can't wait for the whole experience, to be honest. There will be a large number of competitors and I'll be up against an extremely tough lineup, no doubt. The same as I was last year. However, I know that this year I'm bringing something really special to stage and it's definitely my best package to date. I know that. So as we move into the next six weeks, we are getting smart with my training Uh, my recovery and of course my nutrition. As most of you know I'm prepped by my husband and he's prepped me for years. Um, We work really really well together and he knows my body really well too. He knows I'm never going to cheat my diet, he knows I'll push really hard, Um, I'll push harder than most in the gym and he knows I'll smash my cardio. Whatever he puts on my plan I will do until I'm dead. But here's the thing, This has served me really well in the past and really well up until this point. But now he's decided to switch things up a little bit. And as I said, I'm six weeks out this weekend coming. And as far as he's concerned, I'm ahead. Like I'm ahead of where I need to be right now. I'm looking really good. I'm feeling full of energy. And he wants things to remain this way. As with this sport of bodybuilding and dieting, especially for me, my body kind of gets to a certain point in prep where things just start to change dramatically. And it's like there's a fire that's lit and everything really kind of clicks and my body becomes super hyper aware and responds to everything really quickly. Like I start dropping weight like crazy and it's happened the last couple of weeks and I get leaner and leaner by the day. And now, yes, this is important and I need to be ridiculously lean and shredded for stage. My category, you know, requires it, but I also need to stay full and I really need to keep my shape in order to stack up against the other girls that I'm going to be competing against because let's face it, 
there are going to be girls that are bigger than me and better than me. That's the truth. So now what Darren has done is he's actually, as of this week, taken over my training protocol. So, um, and he's also looked at how we're going to monitor my rest and my recovery and just being a bit more accurate with all of those things. So I normally always write my own training plans because I'm a coach myself. You know, I know how to train. I can, I can create a training plan that I know is going to work really well to enhance the body parts that I want to develop. And I really enjoy this part of the process. I really enjoy thinking up a really brutal session and really pushing myself and going crazy in the gym until I'm dead. But now he structured things so that we're not only training hard, hard but also that I'm training smarter too so for me it's now is not the time to be hammering myself in the gym uh, with like really super heavy weights and high volume but actually staying strong and preserving as much muscle tissue as I possibly can while still dropping body fat now if you're interested in hearing more about this whole kind of next phase of prep um, I've actually invited him onto my YouTube channel this week to discuss the protocol and explain where we're at with prep um, and, you know, an update and all that kind of thing. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So head on over to my YouTube after you're done with this episode. Make sure you subscribe to my channel because I'll be launching that video this coming Sunday. With all of this in mind then, <clears throat> I'm really learning to adapt and change my thinking just slightly when it comes to training and recovery. He's also got me, believe it or not, to order something that I never thought I would buy, which is an aura ring so that I can kind of track more accurately my output, my steps, my sleep, my recovery, all of this in line with his new training protocol that he wants me to follow as well. So it just means we're kind of being a bit more systematic in our approach week on week. And this is all okay with me because I'm completely appreciative of the fact that as an athlete, things continue to change and you're constantly learning on the journey and you never stop learning and growing and adapting and improving in in this sport or any sport for that matter. The journey is what it's all about and I embrace it wholeheartedly, you know, not just with bodybuilding, but with everything in life. I appreciate the journey of this sport and how far I've come. I appreciate the journey of my business and where I'm at with that. Equally, I appreciate the journey of our lives together as husband and wife. And I can see not only how far we've come, but also what more is to come. Life is a journey. And the more you see it this way, the more beautiful life becomes. And this is what I really want to get into today, as I feel so many of us are focused on the end goal or someone else's end goal and their results, and we fail to truly appreciate what we're achieving and going through every single day. I want to share with you guys some things that are quite personal to me about myself, you know, and I want to share with them with you because, not because I want sympathy or attention, but just because... I want you guys to know that we all go through highs and lows in life and the journey is never ending. I've had moments years ago, not recently, I would say that when my life hit rock bottom, you know, I've been left with nothing. I've had everything ripped apart in my life. I've had things happen where I've lost my partner at the time, my job, 
my home. You know, my my life literally fell apart and it felt like it felt like it was disintegrating right in front of my eyes and like imploding upon itself. It was the absolute worst possible experience to go through. And I admit that I lost all hope when this happened to me. And I never, thankfully, considered ending it all or taking it to that extreme. But I I seriously had no vision or clue as to how I'd find a way out of this hole. You know, I've been in those dark places. I know what it's like to feel lost, scared and alone. However, when I look back on those times now, I wouldn't ever take them back. You know, I'd never rewind the clock and say that I wanted to change things or change the experience at all. I've, I know that I've grown leaps and bounds as a human because of those situations and so many other low moments that preceded this particular occasion. But what I've also realised is that during that time, I was so focused on working towards my hopes and my dreams, or at least what I thought they were at the time, that I never truly lived in the present moment, as it was all about the end destination and never about the journey itself. Have you guys ever felt like that? I'm sure you probably have. You know, you've been in a position where you are working so hard towards something, achieving something, being with someone, going after something, with everything that you have, that when it doesn't happen, or worse, it happens and it doesn't really work out how you think it was going to work out, you feel completely lost, broken or alone. The truth is that as human beings, we're all hardwired to want things in life. It's like a shiny object syndrome, let's call it. That constant need and desire towards accumulating things is constant and never-ending and it goes on and on and on forever. And the worst part though is that often you do this because you want to keep up with others. You know, that so-called keeping up with the Joneses. And that keeps us pushing and striving forward. But why? Why do we have this incessant need to accumulate and to to kill ourselves, to try to reach a big goal or obtain these things? It's more, I would say, prevalent today, now than ever. And I do think it's thanks to things like social media and Facebook and Instagram. You know, they all shine a bright light on all the success out there in the world. And truth be told, we do it for the gram more than anything else, right? But here's the thing. No one is going to show you how hard it is when things are hard or display their low moments on the gram. All you are seeing are the highlights, the shiny things, the success, and them feeling happy. So too often we're comparing our goals, our success, our wants, our desires to those that are sharing their life highlight real because that's what it is I'm guilty of it too of course I am and I'll be honest it doesn't make for good viewing to show anything other than what's going on in your life that's great no one wants to see you looking down and out and no one wants to share their failures on social media their low moments and their hard times and I'll be brutally honest I'm not prepared to put that energy 
out into the world. I, I won't do it. Yes, I have hard days and I've been through extremely trying times, but if I share all of those hard moments with you every single time they're occurring, how does that impact you? What kind of energy does that put into your life and your existence? I'm never going to post negative content on social media. I'm not going to rant or moan. It's just not me and I won't do it. But I will talk to you guys on here openly and honestly about how you can develop a more open mindset to the journey and focus on this rather than the destination. You know, you're always striving towards something. So I'd rather you were focusing on the journey and not just that end goal. And this is why if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I post so often on my stories and I share my day-to-day activities because I want you to see as much as possible so that you can share in my journey too. However, focusing on your own journey isn't always easy and it will take some serious discipline on your part. It'll take some digging and some soul searching. So I'm going to dive into some things that I think will help you to channel your thinking and your energy to engage with your journey and more focus on your journey than on the end goal. Okay, so the first thing I want to share with you, number one, is to live in the present. The most important thing you can do to start enjoying the journey more is to live in the present. While lessons from our past are important to learn from, focusing too much of our time there is draining. Similarly, focusing too much time on the future is also incredibly tiring since no one can control the time ahead of us. To make your life more meaningful, practice absorbing each moment as it comes. Let yourself feel peaceful and content with what you have right now. All things in life are temporary. So taking time to appreciate your gifts is critical. Freeing yourself from future or past anxieties is empowering and comforting and will help you focus on the present. So I would highly recommend this above all else. Learn to unplug too. This is such a helpful way to focus on your journey over your accomplishments. You know, nothing puts work stress in perspective quite like turning off your computer and your phone for a weekend, a night, a day, an hour, and just being. Though, you know, it's a good thing to have goals and dreams and take a real break from work can just really help you to focus on what truly matters in life. Plus, it lets you spend some quality time with those who mean the most to you. Make time to relax with them. Relaxing is a healthy habit. However, taking time to be calm uh, can also help you to live in the present moment. So try that too. Switching gears after having like a really busy day for maybe having some breathing exercises, practicing some meditation or, you know, doing some yoga can be really helpful in just like letting you focus on the journey and just be more in the present moment. Practice being calm and getting in tune with yourself can really help you to separate what's important from what isn't in life. 
And not only that, letting yourself feel tranquil and content just makes you appreciate the present so much more and worry less about things that you can't control. The second thing that I think will really help you to focus on your journey is enriching your life. A key ingredient to focusing on the journey is ensuring that your journey is rich with experiences. Take time to pursue your passion or become more active in your community. You know, an easy way to accomplish this is to look around for things that you can do, like free events, shows, classes. Another massive way in which you can enrich your life is by contributing to others. You know, when we're focused solely on our destination, not only do we ignore the journey, but we also find it hard to focus on anything but ourselves. Instead, when you shift your focus to one of contribution, you revel in the journey. You really do, because you trust it implicitly. Why? Because by giving to others, you're sending a strong signal to your mind that there will always be more than enough you know now I know that you're probably thinking okay well I don't have money to contribute Bex how am I going to do that you don't need to spend any money contributing your time costs nothing what can you do to help others out you know what skill set do you have how can you help someone else that's in need of your services ask yourself this question and you will find the answer I promise you Look at this podcast, for example. I make no money from this podcast. It costs me nothing to record, only my time, my energy, and my effort. But the contribution I know I'm making allows me to embrace my journey in this world completely. By shifting the focus from your own needs and concentrating on the needs of others, you can also work more so on your life's mission and purpose let's say that's what's truly important in life there's very little else that matters in this world than contribution in my opinion yes you must meet your own needs first and you should always put yourself first but when you come to the service of others that's when it all changes it literally is a game changer the third thing that i think will help you is to stay positive You know, perhaps the simplest way to better enjoy your journey through life is to focus on the positive things. Try to really accentuate the things that are going well for you in order to keep a healthy perspective on life. We all have concerns and stresses, but appreciating what you do have will help you feel less like you're missing out. Should counting your blessings not be enough? Well, if you don't feel like they are, then just get into the habit of writing down a gratitude list. Do it. Honestly, it's so easy to do and it will be something that once you start, will become a habit for you. It's easy for us to want things in life. We always want more. The latest thing, the greatest shiny object, you know, it's what we lust after. But why is it that we've, when we've attained that thing, We don't want it anymore because it's human nature to want what we can't have. We've always wanted what we couldn't have for whatever reason. That's just the fact of the matter. That's how we operate for some reason. 
But if you're serious about focusing on the journey, you've got to learn to be grateful for what you have right now. Because the truth is that what you have in your life right now was probably once something that you wanted. Even if it's not what you want today, in the past, it was something that you probably sought after. And I'm sure it's something that someone else is looking in on your life now and wanting for themselves. I remember a time when I dreamt of this life that I lead today. I wanted freedom and abundance. I wanted so much for my husband to be happy and content. For him, more than myself, to overcome his anxiety, his depression and his lack of self-worth. And now I'm blown away by the man he has become and the life that we lead today. I will forever wake up grateful and continue to write down my daily gratitude list and share it with him every time we're together. When I look at him and I say the words, I love you, it always means so much more to me than just, I love you. It's like I'm saying, I love us. I love our life. I love how far we've come. I love how we put each other first. I love how we fought through thick and thin. And I'm telling you now, something dramatic happens when you shift your focus and begin writing out the things that you are grateful for and that you have right now. If you say that you have nothing to be grateful for, then you're not searching deep enough. Honestly, you're not. You should be grateful for being six feet above ground for a start. (laughs) You should be grateful for your limbs if you have them, for the ability to speak and read and write. If you could sit down and think about it, you could be grateful for the heart that is beating inside of your chest right now as you're listening to me. It's keeping you alive. And there are so many more things to be grateful for. The fourth thing that I think will really help you on your journey is exercise and breathing. Exercise is crucial in life. If you're not exercising, you need to create this habit immediately. It's one of the most beneficial habits you could have. It gets the entire blood pumping around your body, oxygen flowing into your lungs, like it helps your heart stay healthy and releases all sorts of good hormones like dopamine and serotonin all into your system. You know, you should also learn to breathe. And I mean, seriously, learn to stop and just breathe. There are plenty of exercises that can help you focus on your breathing. And I'm sure there are plenty of apps out there that can help you do it too. But just find time in the day to just stop and take a few deep breaths. Go out for a walk and simply get into the world because this can help you stay active and focus on your breathing too. Staying active is a very important element to anyone's personal life journey, so please don't ignore it. Exercise will also help you with eliminating toxins in the body, Um, eliminating toxins from your mind. It will help you concentrate and focus on any task at hand. It will give you the strength and the ammunition to stop dwelling on the destination and start obsessing over the journey. You'll love the process more the more active you are. This is why 
I start every single morning with some form of exercise and I highly recommend it to all of my clients. Yes, I'm prepping at the moment, so my activity levels are way higher than most, but even when I'm not prepping, I will always start my morning with my dog walk, come back and do some form of cardio first thing in the morning. Number five, set meaningful goals. Probably the most powerful tip when it comes to focusing on your journey is to set goals. Yes, but, and this is a massive but, your goals have to be meaningful. Yes, they can be specific and measurable and time bound and all of those things that are supposed to be in order to be smart targets and goals, but they also have to be meaningful. If you want to focus on the journey and not the destination, then you absolutely must set meaningful goals. Otherwise, you'll find yourself doing things for the wrong reasons. When you don't set meaningful goals, you're far more likely to give up. You're more likely to throw in the towel and just call it quits. Why? Because it doesn't have a deep-rooted meaning to you. Why would you struggle so hard to achieve something that, at the end of the day, doesn't mean that much to you? You just won't do it. The truth is, you won't. You won't see it through. So set a meaningful goal and manage your time effectively when going after it. It's easy to lose sight of the journey when you're wasting time. And then all of a sudden you're scrambling to get stuff done and you wonder why you're so stressed out. If this defines your day for the most part, then you need to adopt an effective time management system so that you can stop worrying and start focusing. The truth, time is the most precious commodity that we all have. It's also the greatest equaliser because do you know what? (laughs) No one person has more time than the other. It doesn't matter what you do or who you are or how much money you have. We all have the same amount of time, just 24 hours in a given day. That's it. Nothing more. However, how you manage the precious little time you have says a lot about you. If you're wasting it away on mindless pursuits, then you cannot expect to get ahead in life. It's that simple. Take inventory and stock of the time that you have by doing an audit of your week and all the time that you spend and where it goes. When you look at it carefully and you unpick it, you might be surprised and you may even be shocked at the results. I know this all too well. And it's very hard to to stay supremely focused for an extended period of time. I understand that. In fact, it's very easy to lose focus. This is true also. But it's especially true when you don't have something meaningful driving you and fueling you forward every single day. But it's important to do it if you're serious about instilling this discipline in your life. Because with self-discipline comes an understanding that things will not happen overnight. Rather, It's about the simple little secrets that you practice every single day that help you inch closer and closer and closer to your goals without having to obsess over them or lose sight of the journey along the way. It's the little things that count. Number six. Okay, this is a big one. Are you ready for it? Stop comparing yourself to others. I'm going to say it again. Stop comparing yourself or your journey to the journey of others. We've all been there, wishing we had 
someone else's life and thinking it would be oh gosh that'd be so good or it'd make my life so much better I think intuitively we know that comparison is a happiness killer we know this but it doesn't stop us from wanting what we think we need we are all guilty of this so in order to preserve your own mental well-being have a little talk with yourself seriously have a chat with yourself and remind yourself of these things first thing you are comparing your insides to another person's outsides You have no idea what it's like to be someone else. All you know is your experience of someone else based on what they choose to show you. If someone is styled, let's say, to perfection on Instagram, you see this amazing picture. It doesn't mean that their life is like that all the time or that they're living their life out of some kind of glamorous magazine. Instagram is the worst for this. And whilst I might post a photo of myself dressed up for a night out or a photo from a photo shoot or a photo in the gym where I'm looking really pumped after my workout. You need to understand and know that I spend most of my day behind a computer or my phone looking pretty average and I love nothing more than to wear my pyjamas and to chill. And I'll be quite honest with you right now, I'm sat in my PJs. I've had my shower post-workout, I've had my dinner meal and I'm sat in my pyjamas right now and after this podcast... I'm going to go and head onto the sofa, have my last meal and a cup of tea. And that's my life. So stop comparing your insides to other people's outsides. The next thing is everyone goes through peaks and valleys and your time will come too. It's hard not to compare yourself to someone who seems to have it all figured out. But it's important to recognize the possibility that you might be seeing them at a high point in their life. And remember what goes up must come down too. It's kind of like a balancing kind of thing in the universe. There is some kind of order and balance. And I think one of the best but perhaps hardest things you can do for yourself is to celebrate in other people's happiness. Because when good things come your way, you're going to want the same treatment from others too. And let's face it, you actually feel better when you can selflessly be there for another person. I'm all about this life. I want people to succeed. I'm all about seeing others succeed. And I feel happiness when I see other people happy in their lives and doing well and being successful. There's plenty of room in the world for everyone to celebrate the highlights of their life. There's no need for jealousy and no need to imagine that your life is not going through the same peaks and valleys as theirs is too. The next thing is, it kind of leads on from this, but this idea that what you are jealous of is actually something that you could be working on right now. So if you're truly thinking, I want to be happy, then you need you owe it to yourself to try and fix those thought patterns. Because If you're not happy, you need to try and identify what's going on because the way you're thinking and feeling right now is not serving you. So this means understanding that what drives us to think we aren't enough or looking at someone else and comparing in this way, often what we focus on in other people are the qualities that we feel most insecure about in ourselves. That's often the case. But instead of letting that bring you down, 
use this comparison as a form of inspiration to make a positive change in your life. If you're jealous of someone's success, for example, then start brainstorming ways to bring in extra income for yourself. Start exploring new opportunities or set some tangible goals in your jobs that you have something to work on. In short, take the focus off of the other people and bring it back to you. When I see the success of others, it drives me to better myself. I'm not jealous of their success. I look at that and go, aha, right. I'm going to use that to fuel my fire and I'm going to work harder. The next thing that I think is probably, I would say the most important when it comes to not comparing yourself to others is just to focus on your own shit. Sorry. (laughs) Whenever you find yourself in a negative headspace, just take time out and go, right, I need to focus on me. Identify three to five things that you can be grateful for immediately. Because when you practice gratitude, you focus on what you have instead of what you don't have, which is really important. And it automatically shifts your energy to a more positive headspace. Next, from that grateful mindset, compare yourself with where you are now versus where you have come from. Have you overcome adversity? Did you learn an important lesson? Have you made a positive change? When you can take stock of what is good in your life and your journey and not compare yourself to anyone else, it's much easier to accept that what you are struggling with today is only temporary because you start to understand that you're continually growing and changing. So comparison is inevitable, right? It is a condition that we all have and being human, it means that, you know, we suffer from it quite often. But if we can see it for what it is, a tool that gives us information about ourselves, then we can leverage it to make ourselves better, wiser, and just happier overall. Regardless of your background, all of us, all of us, we find ourselves, I would say, too absorbed in day-to-day stresses. When the responsibilities of life weigh on you too heavily, it's just, it can be overwhelming. However, it can be easy to obsess over where we're going as well. And too much concern with our goals over our reality can be really tiring, as I've mentioned already. And it it kind of makes you lose perspective. So learning to enjoy life's journey is a critical part of being content and happy. To focus on enjoying your journey more and everyday stress less, you'll get to know yourself better. You'll start to believe in yourself. Uh, You'll start following your heart's desires. You'll understand that change is constant and the journey and the learning journey and the process is ongoing. You'll focus on your journey more, but also remind yourself that the journey of life was not designed to be taken alone. So when you have those moments on your journey, when you're feeling lost, alone, confused, or anxious, you'll learn to reach out to those allies that are willing to help you discover life's journey. And they'll support you in each step as you walk life together. Or perhaps, if needed, you might just need to save this podcast 
and you might want to play it back when you need to give yourself a little pep talk and remind yourself that it's your journey and no one else's. I think I'm going to leave this one right there on that final note. I hope you have found something useful in today's episode and I hope that you will use this in some way to focus more on your own personal journey and learn to embrace life to its fullest. Don't forget to share it with a friend who you think might need to hear it. If you share it on your story, tag me so I know that you've listened to it and let me know what your takeaways were as well. Please do, if you haven't already, rate and review the podcast on your way out. It really helps me know that you enjoy this content and it really helps the podcast out too. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I will catch you in the next episode. Have a great rest of your day.